about my songs and my recordings and Apple, Apple Music took it to call my songs. And they're playing all over the world. Okay, Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Amen. Good morning. So good to be with you this morning. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to explain to you what I have in mind this morning. And one of the things I want to tell you is how to confirm that what you're doing is revelation. It comes from the Lord. And th- this is a, a guideline as to how to be able to have a fruitful ministry because you're never ahead of God. You're always waiting for Him to reveal a thought, an idea, a vision, a dream, so you can move forward. And it's really important because as you begin to do what the Lord wants to do, the kingdom progresses and develops and grows tremendously right in front of your eyes. And so, I chose chapter 11 of Matthew. And beginning with verse 1, it came to pass. By the way, it came to pass is that there's a clock running here. It came to pass is a, an expression uh, in Greek that simply means many days pass by that I can't talk to you about it, but it, it came to pass, okay? When Jesus had made an end of commending his twelve disciples, he commended them and is different than suggesting. He commends them to move forward. He departed this. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> he commanded them to teach and preach in their cities. So the commandment is is to teach and preach. Now, there's a difference there, okay? Preaching is one thing, but teaching is another. Most evangelists, they, they preach. And I'm trying to be the one who teaches. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, so I can get my point across. Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, John is imprisoned. Remember, he, he, uh, he, he told the Herodias he's in bed with Philip. And uh, her brother, and, uh, and that didn't go too well with Herodias. And so Salome comes in and asks for the head of John the Baptist. Remember that story. And so when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, now he heard by other people saying to him uh, whatever that uh, Jesus was doing on the outside. There's a difference between hearing what other people say and hearing from the Lord in a revelation mode. It's totally different. For instance, now when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, so really, honestly, in prison, there were people who took care of John, talked to him, told what Jesus was doing on the outside. And it's kind of, a, kind of scary, you know. He is in a death sentence waiting on what's going to happen to his life. And he... He And people tell him in prison that Jesus was doing wonderful things. And so, he sent two of his disciples. So in prison, he had access to other people. The disciples perhaps are the ones who told him. Because he sent two disciples. So, if you're in prison and somebody came to bring you some food, uh, actually, uh, uh, they, they probably told Jesus, listen, told John, Jesus... The Son of God is baptizing people. Uh, no, He's not baptizing. He is healing, delivering people on the outside. Are you with me now? 
Am I too fast or do I, do I have to slow down here? Amen? Do I have to slow down? Is it too fast? No. Okay. Now. No. No. All right. Now. And he said unto him, Are you he who should come, or do we look for another? Now, remember that John is in prison, and there's no revelation here. Matter of fact, he's totally blindsided. Uh, he has no idea. Now, that's how ministry is conducted to people who can't hear from God. That's how altar ministry happens when uh, you can't hear from God. And, of course, uh, that's just the way it is. Amen? There's nothing you can do, but you know that you're not hearing from God because he, 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 he didn't have to somehow check. Now, he redeems himself. God works to John the Baptist. But this particular verse of Scripture, John chapter 11, uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 1, 2, and 3, it shows doubt, not able to hear properly. And I'm calling you to say that if you begin to pray for someone in ministry, you got to have a revelation. You got to hear from the Lord. You got to jump in that area where the Holy Spirit puts His finger at a particular situation, and and you are then able to see clearly that God is doing something. And it's a gift to everybody. It's a gift to anyone who wants it, because the key for revival is to minister to people's personal needs. The key for revival is 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 to minister to people with, with, to their needs, directly to the point of need, not going around the bush and staying away and, and trying to somehow get it right and never right. So without revelation, you're a dead duck. Now, God blesses you. You know, I told you about this famous preacher that I was helping with music in, the, in a meeting in Atlanta, and uh, I couldn't believe what happened in that meeting. After the invitation came, and they all came forward, he just began to bless people, bless people, bless people. I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. <clears throat> and of course, I'm right behind him. There, there's, there's sin here. There, there's a major problem here. There's a, a problem with a, with a father. His mother passed away yesterday, and I kept on having revelation one after the other. And I came to a conclusion that personal ministry is the, the, the desire of the Holy Spirit of God and if you can't do that, there's more. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just saying to you that John was in that phase. He had no idea. Uh, are you the one or do we look for another? Now, Jesus in the outside is heard. Now, I want you to see revelation between Scriptures. Look at this. Here we go. Jesus answered and said unto them, Meaning, after the two disciples came to Jesus and asked the question, Are you the one who will look for another? So Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do, you do hear and see. What do you mean, again? Because John had seen it. John heard about it. And so... Isaiah chapter 35, verse 5. Let me go back there. Isaiah 35, verse 5. It says, Say to them who are of fear heart, 
Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. And number five says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. So the nature of Jesus on the first uh, first uh, advent was to announce the kingdom. Healing was there. Deliverance was there. Now the second advent, which will be in the, in, in the millennium, beginning of the millennium, that will not need to have miracles because during the millennium there will be no illness, there will be no sickness, there will be no disease, there will be no death. It's a thousand years preparing for eternity. So that the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out in streams in the desert. There's a great revival happening at uh, Asbury Theological Seminary at the chapel there. And uh, it's just going around the world. Well, there's also a great revival happening in the city of Atlanta at a church called Mount Bethel. Revival is there. There's no question. I saw it. And it has all the, all the class of a major revival about to break through one of these days. The audience is being doubling every Sunday between the 9.30 service and the, 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 the 11 o'clock service. And God is bringing people from everywhere. I was there yesterday. I saw it. So, what, 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 is, the, what is Jesus trying to do? Is to tell John in prison that if you want to know who I am, look at what I do. If you want to know who I am, look at what I do. The fruits should point out to who you are. We, we, we know them by their fruits. And so, Scripture says, Now the blind shall receive their sight. I read Matthew 11, 5. I read, I read, I read uh, Isaiah 35, 5. was the prediction of what was going to happen in the ministry of Jesus. This is Isaiah the prophet. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame shall leap as a heart of the tongue of the dumb sing, for in the wilderness shall waters break out in streams in the desert. So that's Isaiah prophesying the coming of John the Baptist and, uh, and, and, and the miracles that happened and occurred in the first advent of Christ. So you, you begin to get an idea that John the Baptist couldn't hear. Now that's the greatest prophet that ever lived but couldn't hear. So that simply means that you need to be patient with yourself Try not to get ahead of God and begin to exercise uh, and how the gifts of the Holy Spirit operate because the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the door that opens up into the revelation of God. Without revelation of God, you're talking to yourself. With the revelation of God, you're right behind God. Without the revelation, you're teaching, discipling, you're doing good work. But it doesn't produce the effects of what that revelation does. Do you hear me? Am I communicating with you? Without the revelation of God, uh, it's hard to do personal ministry. So, number six, Jesus called attention away from the political scene, restoring at the time the kingdom of Israel to the true purpose of his mission, to restoration of the individual, the restoration of healing, physical, spiritual, mental, psychological. So, here it is. 
And blessed is he. Verse 6, Matthew 11. Verse 6, Matthew 11. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Now, that's a... That's an interesting scripture here. Why should people be offended that the eyes of the blind be healed? Why should people be offended? Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, I, uh, 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 oh, my, 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 my. In other words, if you lift your hand in some churches in Athens, Georgia, you're going to be asked by the, by the usher to leave. You don't do this, okay? In other words, that simply means you're, you, you, you're at where I don't want to be, or nobody should be. It's discriminating, it's harassing. It, it is of the devil, really. It, it is, it is a, a major problem. And so, here it is. Whosoever shall not be offended in me. Meaning that the miracles, the signs, the wonders that God has done through the ministry of Jesus verifies who He is, the Son of God. And also verifies you that you're able to have revelation in your life and you pray for healing. I pray for healing a lot, a lot of people. Sometimes God heals a whole week. The next week nobody's healed. But it's a revelation. I, I, I went to Brazil and I prayed for a man and I had a revelation from God about him. That healed him. Well, the woman at the, at the well, after all that happened in the woman of the well, he kept, he, 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 she kept on running to the city saying, uh, I, I know now. He knows, he knows everything about me. Isn't it? What does he say? He told me everything I ever did. And that was enough to heal her. So revelation heals. Amen? Revelation heals. He told me of everything that I ever done. And of course, that was to tell him, don't you think, Andy, she's, she's actually, the revelation from Jesus about her brought joy and salvation to her because he, he recognized Christ in Jesus, the Son of God in Jesus. Would you agree? You tried to perceive, she said, I perceive you a prophet. Try to change the direction. And Jesus stayed on it. So thank, thank you, Andy. So now let me ask you this. On verse 7, things begin to change drastically on this scripture. It says, And as they departed, the two disciples of John the Baptist, they returned to John the Baptist in prison. Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning Jesus, and I love this scripture. This is what got me to do this scripture this morning as I got up this morning. Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John. You see, he is the Son of God. You're talking about he simply, simply uh, uh, is doubting that who is out there doing those things. Are you the one or we look for another? And Jesus comes in and says, When you went out into the wilderness to see, what did you see? A reed shaken with the wind. But when what, you, what went you out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they who wear soft clothing as the king's houses. But what went you out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say unto you, a more than a prophet. 
for he is of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, which shall prepare your way before you. In other words, young prepare the way of Christ. Now you're talking about you're talking about the Son of God building up a man that is in prison, calling him a, a, a prophet, more than a prophet, even though he couldn't detect who's outside. Now that's the heart of Jesus. That's the heart of Jesus. He simply never condemns, never puts anybody down, never harasses. He simply just says, you know, John, you're more than a prophet. Even though you didn't know who I was for a few minutes ago, you're more than a prophet. You're a great blessing. And uh, look what John, look what Jesus says on verse 11. That should really get to you this morning. It says, Verily I say unto you, Among them who are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Of course, you know that Samuel is the last prophet in the Old Testament. And of course, we know very well that uh, John the Baptist uh, is the last prophet of that time. But God continued to send prophets throughout the world. Uh, Notwithstanding, he who is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than him. Now, why is that the case? Why would Jesus say, he who is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than him? Second, it's not the kingdom of God, kingdom kingdom of God in the earth. It's in heaven. So why is it that the little one in heaven has a greater call than John the Baptist? It's because, you see, uh, there's a new covenant. For, for from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent takes it by force. For, for all the prophets in the law prophesy unto John. And if you will receive it, this is Elijah, which was for me to come. Uh, he who has ears, let him hear. Uh, uh, and, and so Jesus continues saying that the knowledge of Christ by revelation of the Holy Spirit is greater than any, any, any prophet or John the Baptist. So let me ask you, have you been receiving from the Lord a revelation of Jesus? Do you know who He is? Do you recognize Him as the Son of God? Because if you don't recognize Him as the Son of God, you have no future, you have no heaven, you have no eternity. And so what Jesus is saying is, for the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. Those, those little ones that are, are, are sealed for eternity are greater. Now, let me stop for a moment here and, and uh, read verse 16. It is like unto children sitting in the market and calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you, we have not danced. We have mourned unto you, have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and say, He has a devil. The son of men came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man glutinous and wine bitter, a friend of the publican and, and sinners, but wisdom is justified for her children. So the idea that Jesus is saying here is that the understanding of the world about him can vary. The understanding of who Jesus is can vary. You can, you can be a part of a group who still questions the validity of the work of the cross. And so you have to, you have to sort of uh, make up your mind here. Because if there is something that will not bless your life, 
is when you begin to doubt the validity of Jesus. Now, Jesus came, even after John doubted who he was, Jesus built him up, saying, what you are not to see, a prophet, I say more than a prophet. More than a prophet. There are many prophets in the Bible. Uh, Elijah, Elisha, Jeremiah, Isaiah. But Jesus is saying he is greater than any prophet. And it has to do with revelation of who Jesus is. You see, your life, when you are away from God, you don't hear from God. When you approach God, you begin to hear. Let me, let me give an example of that. I had a great privilege of attending uh, two services at Mount Bethel in Atlanta, Georgia, in Marietta, Georgia. It's a, it's a Mount Bethel is a church that is in deep, great revival. And the choir is singing. And the music is just exploding. And without any invitation, as the choir sings the anthem, the congregation rose up at unison, together. And you could hear, can feel it, the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. Now, at that particular moment, the whole congregation, over a thousand people, they heard it. They received a revelation from God. It came through the worship. They were overwhelmed by the presence of God. That's a revelation. Now, so is there a revival in that church? Oh, my gosh, there's a revival, and it's going to happen on that church. I don't think there's a place in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the state of Georgia that's more apt to have a revival than Mount Bethel. It will come to where people rush to the altar. The whole congregation come forth and rush to the altar. And so, <laughs> I want to tell the preacher there to get a group of people together at the altar because they're coming. Amen? They're coming. And you've got to get ready. You've got to get ready. In other words, the move from the priest to the congregation indicates the revival is coming. Amen? All right. Now, let me continue. Now, on verse 20 on chapter 11, because of what others have rejected from the Lord in terms of His personal ministry of healing and deliverance, which is the classy first advent of Christ in, in, the, in the era of the Galileans, the, the Galilean ministry. A lot of rejection came upon the Lord. A lot of people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear from God. Revelation is not what they're after. They want to use their head. They want to think. Now, let me read verse 20, and you get an idea of how harsh, how difficult, how ugly people can be. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. So the revelation of the Holy Spirit, the healing of the Holy Spirit, of the blind, the lame, the, the sick, brought repentance. The heal, the healing occurred. Uh, a man is he blind and he's healed. Repentance happened. Now, that's the Matthew explaining this, but I want you to understand: we are in revival. If the revival at uh, that's happening at uh, Asbury Theological Seminary uh, is is real, then there will be repentance. If there's no repentance, that's not a revival. So take a look. Woe unto you, O Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth 
in ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. The great white throne judgment I'm talking about. Than for you. You means you. means you. Each one of us. And you, Capernaum, specifically to Capernaum, which, which are exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which had been done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have been unto this day. But I say unto you that this shall be more tolerable for Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. The Christ rejecter is morally lower than the idolaters of Tyre in Sodom or the citizens of Sodom, and he will be punished accordingly. Now, I don't want to sort of uh, stop the teaching this morning to say to you, if you don't repent, you're going you're gonna to pay for it. It's a true reality, and there's no way I can change that. But I'm saying to you that spiritual death begins when there's no revelation whatsoever. The Bible says that the vision shows the will of God. And what I'm saying to you is that revelation keeps you behind Jesus. Revelation from the Holy Spirit shows you how to back up and follow the Lord. A lot of people are making wrong decisions. They're doing things that somebody else told them to do. They're living somebody's faith, and you, and, and you inherit their problems and what they went through and, and their mistakes. And you don't go to God because you, you, you need somebody to tell you. Without revelation from the Lord, you should not move a muscle. Without revelation from the Lord, you should not move one, one finger. Everything depends on what God wants to do with your life. Uh, I, I want to tell you about this ministry that we have here. Uh, uh, Andy Hines runs this ministry of, of, of Internet, and, uh, and we, 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 we record every day, and there are people that minister throughout this channel all over the, the world. God told me to do this, and I did it. I started real slow, by faith, and never gave up. And today, there are people across the world listening to what we're saying. I just, I just want you to know, I just want you to know that Revelation creates this type of thing. Amen? It creates this type of thing. I recorded about five CDs in Nashville, Tennessee. Rob Steele was the owner of the studio. I met his mother at the Boardwalk Hotel in Milton, Delaware. She gave me a piece of paper. I went to Nashville and Rob Steele, a praise leader from Nashville, Tennessee today, recorded five CDs for me, ten CDs, because in English and Portuguese, and charged me not a single penny. A large studio in Nashville recorded me ten times, never a single penny. Today this music is playing all over the world. It's playing in Portuguese. It's an interesting thing. It's playing in Portuguese. And I, every time I get into the Internet and I begin to look, there's, uh, there's 50,000, 100,000 people that have seen the music and, and listened to what's well, in Portuguese. But there's revelation in it. There's an anointing in it. And because there's an anointing in it, a lot of people want to hear it. So revelation creates ministry. Revelation grows ministry. Revelation heals people. Revelation 
introduces Jesus for salvation, healing, deliverance. Revelation builds you up spiritually, psychologically, mentally. And if you're not having revelation from God, you have a problem with the Holy Spirit. So, I've said enough. Let me pray for you. Would you touch, would you lift your hands this way and say with me, Heavenly Father, I need you, Lord, to reveal yourself to me as the great creator. God, I'm at the point in my life where the voice of somebody else is greater than my voice. I don't even have revelation. I'm following somebody else. And I'm not following you. I ask you to forgive me, Lord, for doing that which I want to do without conferring with what God wants to do. I ask you, Lord, that you change the mind of this person so this person will understand that she, she or he have, has to be in the will of God and not with what they want to do. God, God, show this person, Lord, that the kingdom of God is first. And Lord, I pray that there will be a change today in this heart, in this mind, to realize that without the revelation of the Holy Spirit, it's only personal gain. In Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah.